<laughs> Obviously. Ah, uh, uh, video games. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> French video games. Oh, you know, uh, uh, heavy, heavy rain. Uh, man, Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> I, hey, I, I really love the uh, the new Rayman games. Those games are amazing. Like some of the best pa- platformers out there right now. And I love platform games. <laughs> rabbits confirmed. Super Smash Brothers Five. <laughs> ah! What's more annoying, rabbits or minions? Oh, oh minions oh, by minions. far. I like minions. I like the rabbits. Good, good. I'm playing if you said I'm otherwise, that... I would have to disown you, both of you. I'm playing. I'm playing that game right now over at a friend's house, and it is fucking good. The new, uh, the new one with Mario. The Mario Rabbids game. It's it's really fucking good. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's it's really cool that I own half of the Switch's library. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't have Breath of the Wild because you already got it for the Wii U. Well, we sold our Wii U to pay for the Switch. Aww. Yeah. Are you gonna are so, you gonna are you gonna get Breath of the Wild again, or are you just glad to have um, that experience? No, once they discontinue DLC, I'll buy it again, and then get all the DLC. Yeah, I'm really interested in the uh, the one that's coming out in December. That's actually like story driven, and it's about the uh, the four champions. Yeah, because I don't give a shit until then, at the very least. Yeah, that's how I feel. Honestly, I I want to know some some deep. I want to more learn more deep Hyrule lore. So hopefully that that gets uncovered when you get that. DLC. Uh, it's still <clears throat> the most controversial Zelda game ever in that it has the deteriorating weapons, which makes no goddamn sense. And I maintain that it makes no goddamn sense. And any game sense that it does have is mitigated by the fact that you have a sword made of forged steel that breaks in five swings, which is <laughs> fucking retarded. I'm sorry. Gan- yeah. Ganon, Ganon's minions all have like a rock hard hides, rock hard abs. I mean, have you seen like a, a book, uh, a moblin? Th- those guys work out. I'm just saying. Anyway, this is proper. This is a proper undercooked analysis episode. Cause we're opening it, talking about video games again. Um, I mean, I have been playing Age of Empires 2 a lot recently, because um, I had. I actually, uh, I actually recently uh, bought a new PS2. A new one. Um, a new one. Did this come off the assembly line? <laughs> yes. Um, no, uh, my last PS2 was actually Greg's, and Greg moved out, so he took the PS2 and uh, a bunch of games. Oh, man. Most of his games with him, but. I mean, yeah, I got to keep, I, like... I, I, I'm Greg. I, I like Armored Core, man. He's also super big into, like, the Dynasty Warriors series. Is he now? Oh, no! <laughs> oh, don't tell me that. Why? I, I just lost so much respect for him. <laughs> man, D- Dynasty, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors... If you want to hear my favorite fact about Greg... Um, Every girlfriend he's had, I've come out of my bedroom and seen him teaching them how to play Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> how long did the relationships last after that? That's what I wanted. Oh, he's engaged to this new girl. Oh. So that's good. Um, congratulations, Greg. Yeah, yeah congrats, Greg. Greg. I engage people. Uh, <laughs> I engage. <laughs> no, like, playing Dynasty Warriors is like. Like, I, I've done this. 
you go out and you're like, oh, a Dynasty Warriors game, that that doesn't sound like a bad idea. And then you buy it, and then you play it, and then you're like, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> like play, Playing a Dynasty Warriors game is like giving yourself a stranger. It always sounds like a good <laughs> idea in the moment, and then it doesn't work. Dynasty Warriors is like a blockbuster rental at best. Yeah. Every time I've played a Dynasty Warriors game, it's like I enjoy it for 30 minutes, and then I play something else. Guys, remember when you could go to rent video games? I miss those so, days. So, so you play it for like 30 minutes, and then you do something else. Kind of like a stranger, where you sit on your hand for thirty for, for 29 minutes to get your hand numb, and then you start jacking, and, and your hand immediately stops, not being, stops being <laughs> numb, immediately defeating the purpose. Well, I did, I did a stand-up bit about the stranger, and... I keep meaning to add to it the fact that, like, your hand is not numb after, like, maybe 20 seconds. <laughs> um, that's that's kind of being generous. And even then, it doesn't simulate the thing that you want it to simulate. Uh, right. Which is a ghost. Yes. You. Good old ghost but, job. If you want to do that, yeah. if you want to have a numb hand and have it feel like a ghost is doing it, stick your hand in, like, ice water until it goes numb. Yes. <laughs> and then it's, it's notoriously super easy to keep hard when something is cold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, winter's a good time for that, but that's only because you cuddle up to people in the winter. I keep I, shit. I keep trying to give myself a stranger and it's not working. Well, have you tried giving yourself an ultra stranger? <laughs> What's that? Well, first you need a bucket of ice. <laughs> first First, you need a saw. <laughs> we call that a Stranger Things. <laughs> no, that that's a Stranger Still. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, it took a second. All right. Uh, I was trying to awkwardly segue into talking about the fact that we're on episode two of the Ghost Story Challenge. Yeah. So. Woo! So, ghost story, yeah. <laughs> so we. By the way, Hyrule Hy Warriors is pretty all right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played it. I will. I I would. I would. I would stick my PP and Linkle. I'll tell you that much for a dollar. <laughs> also, your Zelda waifu. Uh, I'd also stick my PP and Link for that matter. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was cheap, I uh, <laughs> I bought one of the Gundam Dynasty Warriors games. There's a Gundam and, Dynasty uh, Warriors. Yeah, yeah. And this before you get all excited, before you get all excited, the one I bought only had one of the Gundams from Gundam Wing. So I was like, "Fuck this game." Oh, I'm not. I'm not excited. I don't. I don't. I don't give a shit about Gundam personally. I just think it's interesting. <laughs> don't don't let Sade hear that. No, and they don't have any G Gundams either. I I don't believe. But there's yeah. also I don't know if you know this. There is a what's the term for Dynasty Warriors game? There's like a term for that genre. I forget what it is. Um, uh, a boredom up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's uh, one of those games by uh, Bandai Koei that's um, the English versus the French, like. Oh. It's whenever that was happening historically, but so it's like, like Joan of Arc. It's it's so ever so slightly anime. That's 
That's good. It's it's so weird. I mean, I told you I've been playing Age of Empires 2, and I forget sometimes how difficult the Joan of Arc campaign is. It's annoying. They always start you with, like, nothing, and you're trying to build your settlement. And all the all the British, different three different British factions come in with siege weapons at the very beginning and start destroying your little wooden town. I am... Hey, um, anyway. Before we move on, since we're talking about the fucking Koei games, uh, in high school, one of my friends tried to get me to uh, get into a game he was into called Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Oh, um, yeah, that's that's a Dynasty Warriors kind of game. Yeah, but it's like... A, uh, here's my summary of that game. I finally told my friend Kevin... Hi, Kevin. It's been a long time. Uh, it's like, cool. Here's what we're going to do now, an hour into, into playing this game. I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I shall assist your suicide. Um, anyway. Anyway, uh, so tonight we're we last time we spent a long time uh, talking about our honorable mentions and our uh, Alan's pick and uh, Brandon's pick for their uh, favorite stories um, from the bunch. Tonight it's my turn. I'm gonna we're gonna do my favorite and then the closest and uh, the closest analog we have to a shared favorite. Okay, but David, you're going to share your favorite? Yep. That's disrespectful. Yeah, I know. Hey, wait a minute. Isn't that the title of the story? <laughs> Why, yes, it is suddenly uh, rich from <laughs> Red Letter Media. <laughs> Fuck you! It's just... <laughs> Fuck you, it's January! Oh, so good. Yes, our uh, my my personal pick for the my my pick for this competition is disrespectful, uh, and uh, that was submitted to us. Shall I reveal the author? Yes, do that, it. That was sent to us by our good friends over at Cinema Nippon. Oh Ooh. wow! So so collectively, uh, both of them wrote it. Both yeah. Eli and Kaylee wrote it. I I think so. Kylie, Kylie. I always have problems with K names. Kylie Ky Jenner. Kylie Jenner wrote this story. <laughs> Kyrie? 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 We're appreciating Kingdom Hearts again. I'm just saying, I think it's kind of fucked up. I said, my arms crossed. I'm starting the story now. Uh, <clears throat> no, I, I thought you were describing the things you were doing in a sentence like everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> I started. Alan, I, I, Alan said sarcastically. <laughs> David sighed and rolled his eyes at the antics of his co-hosts. Look, guys, I'm just trying to do everything noir style, like that Family Guy sketch. Once again, the amount of silence uh, frustrated David. He was one step closer to admitting that this was all a failure and jumping off a bridge. Dead Palette waited for... David to continue reading while trying to shift around in his seat in such a way as to enable him to give himself a stranger. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because Dead Palette reconsidered the prospect of giving himself a stranger, <laughs> rethinking it and saying, eh, it's not such a bad idea. Two moments later, he realized, no, it's still not functioning as intended. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it's kind of fucked up, I said, my arms crossed. Blair chuckled and looked me right in the eye. It's been, what, ten days now? I think this is the best we're going to manage. I scoffed. This? I, motion I motioned behind her. 
She looked back and walked over to the dining room table. Blair's cramped apartment was dimly lit with an assortment of old, multicolored candles. The only sounds were the hum of the AC and the cars passing outside. She shrugged at me and sat down in one of the chairs. Hey, if any of you I, wants to put your AC I'm, on because it's hot as balls. I'm, I'm the, I'm, get it? My initials are AC. Oh, no, I thought your, I thought your new name was uh, Alpaca Horse Noise. No, uh, it's now um, <laughs> Alfonso Chimchar. <laughs> AC, so, so you're the one who was uh, driving uh, O.J. Simpson <laughs> in the, the white Bronco chase. <laughs> yes, that's me. Uh, 90s kids remember. 90s kids remember. Um, Race riots. Funny story, in high school wrestling, my Nick nickname was... Linda the, Ellerby. In, in high school, when I wrestled, uh, my nickname was The Tank, because my initials are APC. <laughs> uh, she shrugged at me and sat down in one of the two chairs. I reluctantly walked over and rolled my eyes, sitting down opposite her. If you thought it was so fucked up, she smirked at me from across the table. Why did you come over in the first place? Fine, let's just get this over with. We both reached out and placed the tips of our fingers on the planchette in the middle of the Ouija board. It felt like it was in poor taste, but I knew Blair was lonely in that apartment. If this was the kind of comfort she wanted, I might as well be supportive, however I could. So I, so I think that that's a relatable thing of you have a partner and you're trying to be uh, supportive of shit and sometimes you're like, honey, I don't give a shit but I will put up with this for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, you know, planchettes. Uh, Chelsea, I'll... no, Chelsea, you'll love this wrestling match, I swear. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> liked any of the other ones, but I swear you'll like this one. Kayla, See, Kayla, come I on. Showed, just just, I just showed, play a hand of magic with me. Come on, just... <laughs> I, sh- I showed Brittany wrestling, and she did not give a shit until Finn Balor was on screen. And then I was like, maybe I should show her less of this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, well, that, that's a, uh, that's kind of what Chelsea was into. She liked, um, when Shinsuke Nakamura was fighting Sami Zayn, but for different reasons, not because of yeah. gay liking men reasons. No, just more. Oh, the, these guys have cool characters. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? <clears throat> I wasn't jealous of, of, uh, I wasn't, uh, jealous that she liked Finn Balor. I was jealous because Finn Balor is mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you guys gonna have a fight? You guys gonna have a fight over yes. your SO? Your WWSO? W- <laughs> World Wrestling Significant Other. Uh, are you By the a- way, uh, Alf- Alfonso Chimchar is Twitter official now. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. People are gonna, people are gonna be so far behind on some of this. Are... <laughs> the, the alpaca horse toys episode went up today that's true <laughs> we recorded this the day we released part one by the way just timeline reasons are you with us megan blair asked aloud and our hands remained stationary after a moment the planchette seemed to be pulled from my hands i figured it was blair doing it just so she could write things off on this and find some kind of closure of course the piece of plastic covered over yes what happened to you? Blair asked. I frowned, not liking how forward she was being. You don't ask someone's salary, I figured, so you ought not ask them something about like that. 
The planchette moved again, tugged away from me. I frowned harder, worried that morbid things Blair was thinking. Blair read each letter aloud as it shifted. B-A-T. She paused. Like a baseball bat? Yes. She didn't seem pleased by this. It was out of my hands now, though. Where are you now? She asked. W-H-O, Blair said. The World Health Organization? <laughs> I mean, you never know. I'm, is that where... Oh, Megan, that's where you went. You weren't dead all along. You're just... Psychic. Well, maybe she maybe she was dead, oh, no. and her body was taken to the World Health Organization to analyze it. Oh, that way shit. they could figure out whatever she, killed her. She's patient zero, you guys. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hey, I did read this story before um, uh, to everyone out there, just so they know I'm stupid. Uh, I just now got it. Well, um, uh, let's, well, keep we'll reading. let's discuss reading it to the Lis- end. Listeners have no idea why you're stupid yet, but they will figure out why you're stupid. Yeah. If they haven't figured it out already. I, I doubt. That, no, it's impossible for them to know what's going on I'm yet. Just, I'm, I'm, that's that's my attempt at good-naturedly ribbing Alan, but oh, I, okay. I feel instantly bad saying that. I'm sorry, Alan. It was very good-natured and friendly, and also eat a dick. <laughs> okay. I'll be right back. This is not happening. This is all uh, undercooked in Alice chicanery because um, David is deadly afraid of dicks. Yes. Yeah, I'm actually phobic. Who? I asked. If anyone's seen that's, those. If, that's if why, da- seen that's those why David is so tall and lanky because he's trying to get away from his own dick. <laughs> Can I read the fucking story, please? If anyone sees those YouTube videos of when they throw a cucumber and scare a cat. <laughs> That's how David is around dicks. <laughs> well, I'd be kind of scared if someone threw a severed dick at me. I'm just saying. Because that's just kind of... What the fuck? No, you know what? That's fair. You know, um, we're not we're not talking about Lorena Bobbiting, L- Lorena Bobbiting David. We're talking about throwing dick, like slanging dick, not severed dick. <sighs> Who? I asked. Five. Lorena Bobbitt. David, why aren't you reading the story? I didn't do this shit, and you guys read your stories for fuck's sake. God damn it. Sick uh, that, of all these goddamn that, bananas. That, jo- joking aside and derailing David aside, should we like talk about kind of what our impressions were at this point in the story? Obviously, Alan was too stupid to get it. Um, but what, what were you guys' thoughts? Um... Well, I was stupid, uh, so I was thinking pudding. Pudding's delicious. Um, you know, you know, you're not wrong. Um, it's it's again uh, interesting that this person is seeking closure, and I like that our narrator is kind of um, is literally frowning, but is frowning on this concept of trying to. Uh, use this Ouija board to find peace, and and they think that it's kind of trivial to do that. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of the skeptic mindset that people have of like you shouldn't claim to talk to the dead because that's kind of desecrating people's memories. And yeah. I like I like that tension that they have between these two characters where they have reason to interact, but there is that tension there. It's never explicitly said what happened to Megan. 
Like it's this it says, you know, it's been what, ten days now? That's one thing I, I I went back and noticed on on the second read and I and that's why one of the reasons I'm like, Oh, okay, this is why I like this story. Um, because it's 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 fairly subtle early it, it takes it, it for me it took a couple reads. Um, one of the things I'm still wondering, it, it was Megan Blair's roommate, because of the, I'm looking specifically at the, uh, I knew Blair was lonely in that apartment, because this was the kind of comfort she wanted, I might as well be supportive. And I wonder if it's just like, is Blair just bored, and is like, hey, now's a chance to use a Ouija board to contact someone we knew, or is it just like, was Blair, uh, was Blair, uh, or was Megan Blair's roommate? Uh, no, I'm fairly certain they were roommates. Okay. That, that's the impression I got. Uh, but yeah, th there's that kind of storytelling. And uh, I, I read uh, the, the vast majority of these stories twice. And I read this one twice. And I think I was more favorable to it on the second read, mm -hmm. specifically because um, your, your mind kind of glazes over reading all of these stories. And going back... I saw that sometimes in what was very plain dialogue, there was actually details that were hidden, you know? Well, that's why I really like it. That's what yeah. I, I value about this story. Uh, but, I mean, there's not a ton more. Do you, I mean, do we should, should I keep going? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I'm just going to start, start over from that one part. Uh, where are you now, she asked. W-H-O, Blair said. Who, I asked. Five, Blair said. Five, I asked, puzzled. Eight, seven, five. What does that mean, I asked. I don't know, Blair said. A heavy silence permeated the apartment while we sat there, our fingertips on the planchette, its open space centered on five. I don't want to do this anymore, I said. She looked at me, her face more slack than when, it was, than when I had first arrived. She tightened up her expression with a wry smile. Too scary for you? No, I demanded. I just think it's disrespectful. <clears throat> Half an hour later, I had calmed down, and we were sitting on the couch with the floor lamp's bright glow illuminating the room. We were watching something on TV when a knock came at the door. Blair went to answer it, and she found Josh standing there. He didn't come in. He's a big guy, but he's pretty meek around other girls. You would just you would think just by looks that he would be a sex bomb. Sex bomb, sex bomb. Yeah. Not even close. We've been friends for a while, so he's more da open David, with me. Hmm? David, I want exactly, exactly to the millisecond, two seconds of the song Sex Bomb. Can we get that future, David? <laughs> well, tell uh, you what, why no. don't I just insert it in the middle there somewhere right after I say Sex Bomb? That's, that's yeah, you, you just <laughs> insert it somewhere in the middle there, David. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, not even close. We've been friends for a while, so he's more open with me, but with most women, he's as quiet as a mouse. I gathered my things and followed him out the door. Blair gave me a concerned look as I went. She was alone in the apartment. I had figured that the Ouija board was just an excuse to get someone to spend time with her in light of recent events. Okay, yeah, a roommate for sure, in that case. Don't worry, I said. You'll be fine. She smiled thinly and waved me and waved goodbye. Um... Do you think our narrator and Blair are just friends, or do you think they have, like, a relationship? You. You got what I need. I think he's just a friend. Um, oh. it's, it's kind of unclear. Uh, 
that said, um, I, I'm realizing that there was something I wanted to talk about with this story, which is the different colored candles. I kind of like the idea that they weren't prepared for a seance, that these were just the kind of people that would have candles on hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she put up all of these different candles, even though they weren't color coordinated. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a, it's like sla- it's like a slapdash seance. Yeah. You grab the emergency candles you'd have in I, case of a blackout and just... Yeah, and did, did I tell you guys about the time I used to play bass for a slapdash seance? That's a legit band name, though. I kind of like that. <laughs> All right. Um, new Twitter poll idea. Um, I want you guys out there to say some of the best fake band names you've come up with, and we're going to have a little a little band off. Yeah. You know what? It, it's, in the comments of... here. In the comments... Give us some of our best fake band names, and then we'll make a Twitter poll out of those. You Alternative uh, scary sauce on Twitter if you want. Alternatively, we could go with hashtag I used to play bass for space, and then you put your band name. There we go. Hashtag I used to play bass for, and then put the band name in there. I'm personally now I mean, in the camp of slapdash seance. I mean, and if you feel like it, slide into my DMs. Mm. I mean, I mean, nothing's going to come of it, but I will appreciate the attention. <laughs> <laughs> Give Alan some love. Josh drove me back to my place. I didn't have a car because my dad said I didn't need one in my first year of college. I had protested, but he said it was only right that we kids learn about the value of public transport in big college cities. In reality, it just meant I relied on other people like Josh for rides. Ain't that the truth? We pulled up to my dorm and he put it in park. He looked across the car at me. There's something I've been wanting to tell you, he said. I froze up. The last thing I needed was another person trying to emotionally rely on me after after all of this. <laughs> Who cannot relate to that as a college yeah. experience? Yeah. For sure. As, mm-hmm. as like, can you, like, please just be an adult today? Because I've had to deal with other people not being adults. That, Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, it happens, it happens to all of us. Uh, can you tell me tomorrow, I asked. I'm really tired and I need to get some sleep. I motioned at the building to my right. I'm pretty emotionally drained. I don't know how much more I can handle. Well, at least he's honest. He's being, like, straightforward. Blair used her occult shit to cope, and I worried that Josh was going to use affection. We had been close since high school, but it was also pl- platonic. But it was always platonic. Also platonic. <laughs> but it was always platonic. I didn't want anything besides that. He sighed, looking sad. Yeah, I can talk tomorrow. You want to go out to lunch or something? The next day was Sunday, which meant I would have a good bit of free time. I laughed tiredly. That sounds great. You sure it can wait? Yeah, he nodded, smiling with a hint of sadness in his voice. Yeah, it can wait. Sleep tight tonight, okay? I popped open the passenger side door and hopped out. Closing the door, I waved him off, and he sped out of the parking lot. As he went, I noticed something about Josh's car that I had never seen before. The plate on the back read WHO 5875. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's so... why Alan is stupid. Yeah. Um, um, I didn't know what the bat thing meant. I saw, I saw the WHO 5875, and what my brain immediately gathered from this was, oh, he accidentally hit her with his car. What my brain immediately told me was that 
obviously, she was murdered by the Who. <laughs> they pinballed wizard that bitch. Now, they, then I then I told you guys later I didn't get it. And you were like, the bat is like a baseball bat. And I was like, oh, so he just killed her? And, and you were like, yeah. And I didn't get it until we read it this time around that the WHO 5875 was in response to where she was. Mm-hmm. So, so she's in the fucking trunk. God yeah, damn her, it. her corpse yeah. is still in the trunk of the car. Probably. Good, good job. <laughs> you'd think you'd think our um, our uh, protag would have noticed a smell at this point. I've been on this show for over a year. <laughs> but is Mary's dead body in the trunk with James? Who knows? Fuck you, Game Theory. Buy, buy our litter box. Nature box. Come to your door. Get any healthy snacks. Um, All, so um, send them a neat pond. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, to be fair, Alan... Um, like we considering what we have what we normally read uh when something like this comes up it's like you have to kind of reach for it again you know that's not your fault you know we don't get a whole lot of fridge horror yeah i mean because there there's a little bit and, and this isn't a bad thing but fridge horror to a certain degree is gimmicky and i think the fact that it's a gimmick paired up with the fact that it takes multiple reads makes uh, authors discouraged from writing fridge whore. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the reason I so like it's... those kind of stories, because you know that there's something in there and you kind of have to do some detective work. Now, I kind of got this one fairly early on when my first read, second read went back, read through it again, uh, figured out even more. Uh, it's not like it's not like it's trying to be subtle, but the the way the story is presented is in a much more subtle fashion than some other stories. Because I value that in a ghost story in particular, um, I this is why this one's my personal pick. And well, th- there's something that was um, that you don't pick up on on the first read, which is there seems to be filler, but mm-hmm. there's not. That's the thing. Um, Everything feels very deliberate and very careful when you understand what's going on but when you're not it it does seem like filler but but the 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 setup and everything is is deliberate yeah so there's um when they actually start describing josh as being meek around other girls and all of this kind of stuff uh even though he's attractive and all of this kind of thing um that doesn't have an explicit meaning, mm-hmm. but it is informing you as to what the series of events possibly could have been. You know yes. what I mean? And along with that, uh, there's this whole part about transportation and and that kind of thing. That is also serving a purpose of misdirection because they're seemingly giving you uh, things that are What's the term I'm looking for? Th- things that are just mundane. Yeah, things, and that, are, need things th- that are Fleming effect. Yeah, they're so they need to, to throw Fleming s- effect. It just seems like okay, this is the world these characters live in. Yeah, so they needed but... to throw the part about transportation in as something that is genuinely unneeded. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you you kind of like okay, I see the story is about to wrap up. Maybe there's something in this paragraph that'll tell me what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's not, you know, 
that that feels like where something should start being revealed, but there's not, and I like that. I beg to differ, though, because if you think about it, that could also be the rationale for why how Megan ended up in that car in the first place. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. That just it, dawned it, on me. It establishes him as the uh, the guy who's given girls rides. <laughs> <laughs> mustache rides <laughs> baseball bat rides can we confirm that josh is sting yes i was about to say uh i'm, I'm pretty sure that josh is actually a little slugger you know the, the whole time he he just shows up and he has the sting makeup on and like no one thinks twice about it <laughs> hey uh hey uh cinnamon epon uh, first of all, thank you for sending this story. And uh, also, if you if can, can 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 we talk about paranoia agents sometime, please? On your... yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, ooh, yeah, on their show, yeah. Yeah. I, like... I thought I thought I thought you were gonna suggest doing doing a uh, just a talk about paranoia agent no, well, or an I'm... undercooked analysis as just a one-off bullshit. Oh but, no no yeah. no no. Uh, what I, I mean. I mean that we we could, but like I feel like it'd be a better fit for for Cinema Nippon. So, guys, like it is legit my favorite anime of all time. So, I would love to talk about it. And this, this stories like this um, remind me kind of why I, I enjoy that kind of thing because a lot of, a lot of paranoia agent is small moments that are when put together have a greater meaning toward you know something else, Satoshi mm-hmm. Kon style. Is he's good at that? Um, anyway, yeah, congratulations. Uh, thank you for a fun, subtle, but eerie ghost story. Um, Satoshi Khan is the David Lynch of being good at horror. <laughs> uh, I, well, I did just watch the end of uh, Twin Peaks The Return, and I will say that... Um, uh, my verdict is still kind of out on it, but my gut reaction is uh, annoyance, even knowing that there was not going to be a satisfying conclusion because it's David Fuck Lynch. Fuck that. I fucking loved it. <sighs> I Al- Alan, adored the ending Al- of Alan, Twin to Return. Alan, I would love to talk to you about this in a spoiler-free environment because I need to know what you thought and I want to be able to share kind of what I thought because I, I have thoughts. I have theories, but... Yeah, that's well, just a when... gay. We could do that on an, on a bullshit UCA sometime. We could do that on a bullshit UCA <laughs> sometime, but would you even want to be here for that? Completely Cause you don't yes. Because you don't give Completely. two fucks about Twin Peaks. No, I obviously gave enough of a fuck to watch the first two seasons, and and was just horribly mad at how nothing <laughs> it was. <laughs> on the next episode of Completely Raw Fucking Around. <laughs> <laughs> We can't use raw dog readings because of new Disney. Oh, I, I, oh yeah, uh-huh. right. No, we can't use our own. Th- <laughs> <laughs> we can. Welcome to raw dog readings. We're taking it back. Um, do we want to? Do we want to go ahead and move on to our our winner, our ultimate winner, our ultimate winner, which is really the the story I chose. The, well, it's the one you and I both chose. Yeah, because it was my uh. it was, like. The thing is, um, the two two of my favorite stories were disrespectful, like among my top five were disrespectful, and the one we're about to read, me and Dead Palette had the same um, like cross correlation, and therefore because of that, and I thought that was going to be rare to impossible with this challenge. Uh, that's our our go to. 
Mm-hmm. My picks were all like wildly different from theirs. Yes. Um, which no, is no you you kind of argued your argued your way into making me rethink some of the things, though. Me too, actually. I uh, I don't even know if I mentioned it on the last one. Did we mention Period Demon on the last one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because that one was fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got lazy and was supposed to put up a, a dead serious about the period demon today, but shit came up. Anyway. It'll happen. Uh, the ultimate winner. Morning coffee. Morning coffee. This was sent the to us. The best part of waking up. The best part of waking up. The best part of waking up. Is This was sent to us by Oxygen Thief. Is PP in your butt? I mean, I'd, okay. I'm not judging you based on your mornings, but that's not how my morning goes. Uh, my morning is involves oxygen. So the the author is Oxygen Thief. <laughs> your, your morning involves waking up, seeing your penis, and jumping out of bed to get away from it. <laughs> I'm ending nothing the recording right now. Nothing wakes me Nothing We're wakes done. me up. It's like over. The constant fear of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show's over forever, and you're both fired. Two friends. I'm Emily. I'm Andrew. Made a deal. I would do a minute podcast on a movie. What movie would you do it on? What if we count to three, and at three we both say the name of the movie, and if it is somehow the same movie... <laughs> three... Two, one, Super Mario Brothers! The Super Mario Brothers Minute. Two episodes a week. Benview Network. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. There goes David trying to escape dicks by firing us. <laughs> well, Ooh. I'd be I'd be free of two dicks. Yeah. Fucking dick. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, David, but I'm gonna push this meme for a very long time. <laughs> I hate you both so much. <laughs> the image of that is just so funny to me. So much. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, so morning coffee. Aren't aren't the real oxygen thieves the friends we made along the way? Uh, I mean, I, uh, the, I we're gonna do this classic style. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Because we like it, and we can. All right. <clears throat> um, my wife and I used to talk <laughs> over coffee on weekends. I was <laughs> I was waiting to start it. <laughs> I was gonna do it too. <laughs> my wife and I. Used my, to... wife. <laughs> my, my wife. My wife. Hey, guys, remember Borat? <laughs> remember Borat? <laughs> my wife and I used to talk over coffee on the weekend mornings, so of course we also watched Netflix together on the couch and took walks. But I felt lucky enough to have married someone I could simply talk to 
and have a good time. We didn't need to, you know, take things to the next level. We could just hold hands and watch watch Netflix and just watch VeggieTales, and life was good. Our entire not, relationship is based on... Infinite, as I was scared of my own penis. Our entire relationship was based on Netflix and chill. So Hope! Hope would make the morning brew, always giving me a little extra of my favorite creamer, hazelnut. Hers was always nearly black, with only a few spoonfuls of sugar and a bit of milk. She insisted she liked her coffee that way, but I was pretty sure she only did that to save money on creamer due to my sweet tooth. Yes, Gracie, I understand. Uh, No, Gracie, that's Laparka. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we not call this Laparka Pasta Contest? Ooh. Um, Hold on a second, I'll be right back. Okay. God, David, David is really having problems getting away with from his penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> well, at least we know David is circumcised because that is just like a millimeter that he, he's he's further away from his penis now. <laughs> <laughs> Or does, or does he consider, or does he consider the extra skin covering? <laughs> he just walks around with a condom on at all times. <laughs> a not at all, <laughs> completely opaque condom. All right, I'm back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, some of that you may want to leave in. Maybe some of it. <laughs> <laughs> a completely opaque condom. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you know this, but there are condoms out there that um, there's a uh, army surplus store that I went to once, and they had condoms that were camouflage colored, and on on the back of the box it said they won't see you coming. Wow, oh, God. Beautiful. <laughs> <clears throat> then we would just unwind, talking. Despite our wedding and honeymoon, those morning hours contained some of the most pleasant memories I have with my wife. Well, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw Borat, you guys. That's fine. The my wife thing is an anti-joke by now. <laughs> no, it, it's so much of an anti-joke that it was an anti-joke on Family Guy. Yeah, like it's it's yeah. Um, we had debates over the dumbest things, like which Yu Yu Hakusho character was the best, since we both grew up watching it on Toonami. No, no, no. Hope said, shaking her head, then sipped her coffee. Yeah, he's the shit, man. Kuwabara's cool, but he was so annoying sometimes. He was I don't know, I, I, I kind of like the English dub Kuwabara. <laughs> You're a meshy. You're um, a meshy. Yeah, use gay. No, uh, pre- more pre- like pre- use gay. <laughs> use gay. Pronounced, People uh, ship us for some pronounced, reason. Uh, y- spelled Y-O-U apostrophe R-E-A-M-E-S. <laughs> You're a meshy. Uh, Hiei was prototype Sasuke, I I argued, because it was true. Fictional characters who pretend to hate everyone else around them were the worst, in my opinion. 
Before she could pretend, before she could offer rebuttal, I added, Kuobaro is the best because he kicked ass but still loved his friends at the same time. He just hated everybody. Now that's annoying. Now that's I like what I soon, call annoying. So soon, Dare. <laughs> I'd like Besides to imagine Moton's that. the best character. I'd like to imagine that our um, narrator is like a pack a day smoker, and that's why he likes Kuobara. Kuobara is the best man. He kicks ass. You don't even know. <laughs> Uh, but no, the, our our narrator is obviously wrong because he is not prototype uh, Sasuke he just because is Sasuke, Sasuke no because Sasuke is gay as shit and <laughs> he is uh, homosexual which is completely different. Uh, he on the other hand is Sundure as uh, Alan has just astutely pointed out. Yes. And the ship of Hiei and Kurama is the best <laughs> because Japanese cartoons are weird. <laughs> <laughs> because fighting Kuruma, that robot makes me want to go home. Because Kurama is a soft top, uh, <laughs> and, like he he takes it, but he takes it on top. Damn it! Do you yep. understand? Do you understand? I understand that he's in buttholes. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't watch Yu Yu Hakusho, I'm sorry, but that's what the climax of this of this is going to be about is about peepees and buttholes. Yes. And no, there's no gay sex in Yu Yu Hakusho. But no. make no mistake, make make no mistake, Yu Yu Hakusho is about peepees and buttholes. <laughs> it's just an undercurrent. <laughs> Someone read, it's or I'm going to start talking about peepees and buttholes. It's your oh, okay. turn. Then I'll keep talking about peepees and buttholes. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, my wife shrugged in response, grinning. Yeah, good point. But I still love cool guys in black like Hie. It's probably because of him that I like Sasuke in middle school, actually. The idea of people liking Sasuke at all is still baffling to me. Hope stared out the window for a second, recalling childhood memories while drinking her coffee in deep thought. I whispered, or because you had no taste. Ooh! It's because you had no taste. Ooh! You're a meshy. Her cheeks reddened immediately. Trying to hold back a smile and failing, she lightly punched me in the arm while I laughed at her embarrassment. That little moment is very important to me, even if other people wouldn't think that it is precious as walking down along a beach or romantic dinners lit by candles. And that's why some people, you, you know, I can I can relate to this on a very deep level because to some people, putting a pee pee in a butthole is not romantic, but there is a trust issue there, and that trust is what is romantic. Also, it feels yeah. really good. <laughs> that's true. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, as, see, you know, I, 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 as you know, as you know, I can, you, I can I never you, happen because I'm deathly afraid of penises. No, see, I think, I think you would be happy to hide your penis away from yourself. Hey, and any got hole to you can hide put it in. your dick away. I'm, I swear, Brandon, next time we meet up in person, we need to bring a bunch of those camouflage condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Just so his dick can disappear. <laughs> this is devolving into madness. Can we, yeah. This is the most 
heartwarming story, guys. And I can't stop talking about peepees and bottles. Can, can... I, I, I think I think whoever turned this into this show, knowing what this show is, is honored. <laughs> no, because who, whoever wrote this and is talking about Kuobara and Hiei obviously is a PPN butthole enthusiast, so they'd appreciate this. Right. If, the, the overlap of talking about Yu Yu Hakusho and enjoying Yaoi is, is nearly a perfect circle. The Venn diagram right. is basically just a circle. <laughs> Whose turn is it to read? It's, it's yours, again. It's oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those mornings remind me of why I love Hope so much. I wanted to remember her laughter like song lyrics, her hundreds of crooked smiles when telling stupid jokes, or her weird stories told with a crescendo of a moving train. I wanted to remember all of her without feeling sad, but I failed it, uh, failed that when it happened. After three years of dating and three of marriage, hope went missing. I had filed a missing persons report after she hadn't come home at the usual time or responded to my calls. It was dark out at the time. I knew her route home from work including a long lonesome included a long lonesome road <coughs> with only a farm to pass amongst fields of corn. And there in the distance there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road. So rude that you're interrupting said. me right now. <laughs> And he said, put the PP in the butthole or I'll eat your soul. I think my new favorite meme is pretending to get mad at David about interrupting us. (laughs) (laughs) You remember, you guys remember a time when this was, when I ran this show? Remember that? Do you remember that time? Those were good times, weren't they? Huh? Weren't they? Hey, David, David, David. Trying to read. All right, guys, have fun. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go kill myself. The police, the police found your car abandoned on the side of the road, but they didn't find hope. The only person nearby was the farmer, whose property was searched thoroughly without restraint, but nothing suspicious was found on his land or in his house. Okay, so th- this is the t- this is why you don't name your your child Hope or yeah. Faith because. It becomes hilarious when they're lost. We couldn't find hope. We had truly lost all hope. <laughs> all traces of hope were gone. We had lost all faith that hope would ever be found. <laughs> One of my favorite memories uh, was uh, I, w- I was at a hospital when I was younger, and. Uh, <sighs> There was this kid acting a fool, like throwing a tantrum, and the mom said the child's name, and it was so perfect, because this kid was throwing, like, the biggest fucking tantrum I'd ever seen a child say, and the mom said, Serenity Rain! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, that's, that's pretty good. With the help of Hope's family and social media, we started a search. We had help from friends and volunteers when searching the cornfields where she vanished. People close to Hope and I, 
who were out of state, retweeted posts I made asking where she might be, along with her face on every telephone post. Th that went on for a month. <laughs> so much so that we got hashtag don't lose hope trending. <laughs> Too late for that. <laughs> no, none of this hashtag don't lose hope. We need to start hashtag let's find hope again. Um, after two months, people started losing faith that we'd ever find hope. They sent faith out to look for hope, <laughs> and then we lost meanwhile, faith. Meanwhile, at another meanwhile, at another missing person search, they had lost hope that we never they never find faith. <laughs> Charity just stood there the whole time, going, "Ah, eh, it's not my problem." <sighs> <laughs> oh boy. After two months, people started losing faith. God damn. I didn't, of course. But the police kept telling me. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, the story is really emotional, but the the fact that they named the character Hope is so on the nose. Yeah. I didn't. The fact that you guys oh. are a couple of dicks is really... A <laughs> Hashtag don't lose dick. Of, uh, I didn't, of course, but the police kept telling me when people were missing <laughs> for as long as my wife. That, oh, typically, yeah. <laughs> that typically meant that they were dead. No, no, no. Not my hope. My hope wasn't dead. She was too young and strong for dying, and we had so much more time to spend laughing over stupid anime shit or our thoughts about the universe until death took us both. I needed to hear Hope laugh again. The silence in our house was crushing me. I refused to think it was over. But the third month came around, and the search closed with Hope presumed dead. Not a single lead had turned up for three goddamn months. Her parents held a funeral where there is an empty casket lined with forget-me-not flowers. Hope's whole family sniped me with stares because of my stubbornness. The day after, I was lying around the house just waiting for her to walk through the door. I cried, thinking that even if she was alive, what if she was in a situation where death seemed welcoming? There was nothing I could do, a realization which kept me chained to our bed where I cried myself to sleep. The next morning was Saturday. Weekends made me depressed, so I was sleeping until my eyes slit open and I instantly smelled something from the hallway. Um, I smelled hope. No, um, I like that they're mentioning uh, sleep because that's a way that a lot of people deal with depression. Mm -hmm. Yep. Any lethargy I had faded in an instant. I bolted to the kitchen where there were two mugs of coffee on the table. Each mug a respective favorite. Mine, a simple blue mug, while Hope's had a picture of Ray Hino posing in her sailor uniform. I bought it for her on our fifth anniversary. I had thought about a break-in or sick prank, but accepting my wife's kindness was easier. There like was some... Oh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh. 
there was something in the air that wasn't just steam from the mugs. And I was so desperate to not feel lonely that I sat down and started sipping. Hazelnut, as always. Um... Sorry, lost my. Ah, uh, got it. For the first time in months, I smiled. Though hope was certainly dead now. Maybe she had gone last night or weeks ago, choosing just now to communicate. The nitty-gritty details didn't matter to me at the moment. All that mattered was that my wife was with me again. But I had some confirmation she still existed. My phone buzzed from the counter, and I excused myself from the table and didn't bother checking the caller ID. Answering with a calm, hello? Al Williams? A deep voice asked sternly. The seriousness in his tone heightened my attention. This is the Chandler Police Department. You need to come in, sir. Assuming the matter was about my wife, I blurted, Has hope been found? Well, the officer said, your wife is here, Mr. Williams. She walked in a minute ago with some other women, demanding to see you. My entire brain shut off while my heart went ballistic. Just as the officer finished his sentence, I heard my wife's coffee mug shatter on the floor. A soft echo of laughter came from the empty chair next to me. It wasn't Hope's laugh, but a man's. He said in a voice that felt so far away, she wouldn't shut the fuck up about you to the other girls. Quite the fighter, though. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my judgment for these kind of stories is whatever one, you know, just depresses me the most. Because it's not about this kind of writing or that kind of writing. But the reason, the, the, the method of success for this story was the emotional relatability to it. Um, this one certainly made me the saddest, and the degree to which it made me sad was more powerful than any other emotion or feeling that the other stories gave me. So that's why this is the winner in my book. And it's also very relatable to me because that's kind of what my relationship is built on, and so maybe I have a more personal reason for liking this story, but fuck you, game theory. I'm a judge, and I get to pick the story I like, so. <laughs> I like this one because um, it, for a lot of the same reasons you said, I mean, I feel like Kayla and I's relationship is a lot like that, just being able to have these conversations and just have mornings like that together. Um, the uh, reveal at the end is both um, <clears throat> is both a relief and then you realize it's a different kind of horror at the same time that you realize that what is presumably there with um, Al, our narrator, is something a lot, lot worse. And uh, I think that's a really satisfying way to tie everything up in just a few short paragraphs. It's not exactly explain what it is, though, but it's such it, it kind of it has this arc and the arc ends in, in sadness and then there's this denouement this like little plateau at the end of the story that is just 
weird and hard to explain, and I'm not even exactly sure what it means, really. I kind of uh, what I am what, what I here what I what I'm what I'm getting from it is some guy was keeping the and and I think the quite the fighter though is implying that she killed him. That's what I thought. This is the ghost of yeah. whoever was keeping. Uh, Hope and all these other kidnapped women uh, imprisoned, pro- probably, and no doubt in my mind for with uh, nefarious purpose. But but here's the real question: Did the person who killed this person? Uh, did the person who died was he kidnapping women based on the fact that they have the name Hope? Because if he's if his goal was to successfully kidnap every woman in America named Hope so that all hopes were lost. Well, Brandon, is this another reason why I went during that little moment where I said I was going to go kill myself, and I actually did kill myself? I've been a ghost this whole time. Hmm. I just wanted you guys to shit. know that. Guys, I killed myself like 20 episodes ago or some shit. <laughs> You must not have done a very good job, though, because you're, from what I'm understanding with my new, you know, ectoplasmic power here, you're, like, only 70% dead. Oh. I, I went full bore. Well, congratulations, David, on uh, successfully escaping your corporeal penis. Yeah, I, I can reshape my, um... I used to play a bass for corporeal penis. <laughs> I tell you what, well, escaping my mortal shell has allowed me to assume a form that can shape, I can shape to my whim. So yeah, nothing going on down there anymore. But of course, it was well, that sort of ridicule that drove me to kill myself, so I hope you're happy. Well, I killed myself, and my ghostly form ro- rose from my body. That way I could give myself a phantom stranger, but... <laughs> uh, I found out too late that I was unable to get an erection as a dead body. So, mm, well, I could I couldn't get a rigor mortis erection. Well, easy come, easy go. Wait. Ew. Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'll just say now from my my new position as ghost host of this uh, podcast, um, this is a good one. I like the I like the. Uh, the way it plays out, the ending is satisfying. It's a good, and it for me, it fit the criteria of what I was kind of hoping for for a ghost story. You know, like something that actually involved a ghost. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's the parka, David. Oh, okay, so the, what you're explaining is at the end of the story, there was both parka who was kidnapping women named Hope and Faith. So that way, people lost faith and lost hope. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this ghost story challenge. Uh, I think that's about it. Hey, hey, uh, future David. There is no future, uh, David. I don't have a future David, anymore. David's dead. dead. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, future ghost David. Okay. Um, could you possibly take us out in this episode with Ghost Ride It by Mr. Fab? Let's, let me see what I can do. God, that'd be awesome. Okay. Well, we'll that's how we'll, we'll go out. Uh, in the meantime, I think we have a bit of housekeeping to do. I want to say again, thank you, everybody, for submitting all your entries for this. Uh, I know we didn't get to all of them because, again, there's 48. We read, we did read every single one. There are pros and cons to all of them. Uh, but the average quality of the writing is 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 
above par. I will say that. I think every entry has merit. I think every entry was great, and uh, it, it was really hard. It was really difficult to pick uh, the ones that we did for our winners. But uh, so I want to genuinely thank each and every person who wrote a story for entering, and uh, for showing that yeah, the idea of the ghost story, however you want to interpret it, is alive and healthy out there. Uh, to our winners, I say also say uh, congratulations. Thank you. A friendly reminder uh, at the end of this year. Our, at the end, our winners are um, my pick of Disrespectful by Cinema Nippon, Alan's An Interview with Robert Leslie by Lucas Gelati, um, uh, Dead Palette's Choice of the Vickers Litany Phenomenon by Hyperthermal, and Morning Coffee by Oxygen Thief. He certainly took our breath away. Yeah. The, oh, me especially. Ghost ride. Ghost I, like, ride. I can do that now. Get I'm out the way. Sound, I'm never going to sound terribly enthusiastic about anything ever again, though, because that's just how it is when you're a ghost. Get out the way. Let Casper drive. <laughs> ghost ride. Go crazy. Who that driving? Patrick Swayze. <laughs> so what's next on our agenda? Um, that's it for the ghost stories, I think. Yeah, I think that's about it. So, look forward to more Happy Happy. Yeah, well, that's why Because we, sure, we sure are. I, that's probably why I'm still here. It's my unfinished business. I can't pass on to the next life till we finish, uh, Dumb Angel. So, uh, we should probably get on that. Right, yeah. and nothing else. Nothing else at all. Uh, okay. <laughs>